You're listening to The Big Possible Show with your host, Noah Scott. It's time to break through the limits and achieve all you can imagine. All you can imagine. Welcome to the show. Today, we have Steve Dez. Steve is a Dominican, Puerto Rican, Barricua. Oh, <laughs> that achieved his dreams in Hollywood, and now he's becoming a citizen of the world. Steve runs a production company and a Latino network helping creatives to develop their projects and shows. Steve, how are you, man? Good to see you. Welcome to the show. Good to see you, man. I am feeling great. Uh, I was a little vulnerable earlier today, but I'm feeling much, much better. I had that emotional clearing, those cries flowed, and I let it go, and I feel so much amazing, especially now that I get to talk to my good friend Noah that I haven't seen in a while. So I'm happy to be here. It's great to be, it's great to see you. And also, you know, I'm I'm really just gra- grateful. It was funny we started the interview off to say, "How are you doing, Steve?" And he says, "Do you want to hear the truth, or do you want to hear like the fake stuff?" I'm like, "Of course, we want the truth." So yeah, just thank you for being vulnerable. It, it's I think it's going to be a great interview because you're coming from that place of vulnerability, and I think it's going to be a really powerful to just hear that truth from you. So let's, let's, while you're feeling that, let's start with a story, a story maybe of a time that you were against the odds, you know, t- uh, trying to achieve something big. What was going through your head and, and how did you make that happen? So since I was a kid, I grew up in not the most convenient environment. I'm from uh, parents that are immigrants from the Dominican Republic. They actually came illegally to Puerto Rico to then become residents and then become citizens of the United States and Puerto Rico. Uh, And I knew since I was a kid that I wasn't like most of the kids around me. And the reason being is because I grew up around a lot of Boricuas, a lot of Puerto Ricans and uh, I grew up with Dominican parents and everything with them was a little harder, especially in the financial aspects and things like that. So I always knew that I, in order to live up to my legacy, I needed to become more. And that more always, the, the thing that got implanted in my brain and my sister's brain were always like to go to the United States and become somebody over there. So for the longest time when I was a kid, I thought sports were the way that I was going to excel because those were the things that were shown to me. But I ended up falling deeply in love with acting uh, because also I didn't grow tall enough to continue doing certain sports such as basketball. But I fell deeply in love with acting. So I was doing a lot of theater, a lot of monologues, a lot of things that had to do with just overall entertaining people and making them kind of forget their problems in the moment and be in this particular fictitious moment that we're creating for them. And that passion grew so, so much that I wanted to prove myself in the United States eventually and actually try to go for the big league stuff because I felt like I hit a ceiling in Puerto Rico um, when I was over there. Uh, And funny enough, most of my friends back in that day were constantly like making fun of me because I was like, they were like, why would you even think about going to Hollywood? You barely speak English. You don't know nobody there. Like what? You're crazy. If you think you're just going to give your life away to that. And uh, man, it was, it was such a hurdle and struggle, but at the same time, it was one of the best things I could ever do is just to follow your dreams and follow your heart because your passion ultimately, ultimately leads you to your purpose And just through the journey itself, I was able to meet so many kind and awesome people 
uh, that I wouldn't have met otherwise if I wouldn't have followed my passion, if I would have just gone the traditional route or the things that my mom in particular or my friends wanted for me. I wouldn't have had the experiences that I had that were so rich in so many ways, but just to overcome the barrier of just language first and foremost, because my first language is Spanish. Uh, I learned English literally by watching American television to then actually going fully into the unknown because I didn't have any family members. Nobody was waiting for me. There was not a clear path to what exactly I was doing. I was kind of stumbling my way through the system in a way. And I I found my way. I found my way. It, It took years for sure. It wasn't something that it was like overnight, but ultimately I am very happy that I pursue that, especially at such a young age that you have so much energy. And as life, as time goes by, you know, life kind of beats you down a little bit and you kind of feel like you don't want to pursue those dreams, big dreams anymore. So I'm happy I got to do that, uh, especially at a young age. Yeah, fantastic. It really builds that resilience, you know, and, and especially when you have the motivation of something that you enjoy doing, the passion when you start to face the rejection and the challenges, because you have that passion, it, it can pull you through a lot easier. So I'd love to hear just a little bit more of your thoughts around how to uh, really just stay stay positive when things get hard. Because I know like as you reach for your dreams, there's always going to be challenges, always going to be upsets. What do you do personally to really just make sure that you're, um, you're just hardwired for success? So I would say... Especially, I would say in the beginning of my career and towards like more closer to now, uh, one of the biggest ways that helped me kind of put myself together and stay positive were really the romantic partnerships I had. So I had a lot of uh, girlfriends uh, that were really positive. Uh, Like my first girlfriend, Los Angeles, we were together for two and a half years. She was basically almost like my cheerleader. And she was constantly cheering on me, constantly going to improv shows that only three people will show up and just be that ultimate supporter. And ultimately, when I lost those relationships or those relationships were over, uh, I had to find ways where I can cope with these things and keep a positive mindset by myself. Because unfortunately, you might think uh, family will be very supportive, but actually my mom was really against the things I was doing. And a lot of family members weren't really supportive of me. So I later, I, um, I actually had a really terrible car accident back in 2014. And um, after this car accident, I was basically disabled for a while. I couldn't fully walk and do regular things that I was doing. And while I was going through that process, I had to completely reinvent my life. And going through that, I discovered uh, self-development books and I discovered meditation. And I started implementing those practices uh, within my daily routines. And on top of that, I also discovered because I was having a lot of negative chatter in my brain and I needed to find a way to fully shut it down besides meditation because meditation was helping, but not to its full extent. I started doing uh, positive affirmations. So I started mm-hmm. listening to a lot of the, these YouTube positive affirmations on repeat and, and to the point that now I have even recorded my own positive affirmations and I hear my own voice saying those positive affirmations instead of other people saying those things. And slowly but surely, the more you 
implement those things and, and you put those repetitions over and over again, it gets really through your subconscious to the point that you start becoming a more positive person. And the only reason I, I was on this pursuit to become a more positive person was because I read a book about this guy that had like all the money in the world and he was miserable. And then this other guy that didn't have much, but he was happy all the time. And I was like, that's the guy I want to be. And, and, and that's my endless pursuit to just be fully positive uh, in my life. Even if I'm going through down times, I try to be that positive influence on other people. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well said. It's, it's incredible what the mind is capable of when we actually just remove the negative thoughts and actually just start to use that capacity to think about the good and the positive. And so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. It's, it's something that comes up on the show consistently. Everyone is just always talking about, okay, this is one of the ways I stay positive. Um, so Steve, I'd love to hear what you're really excited about. Um, you know, and this can be, this could be trends like web three. If you, if you want to take it that way, this could be just in your personal life or your business. Uh, what's got you really excited about the future? Uh, currently I would say I'm, I'm, I'm definitely very wired right now. And I always been kind of that way about, uh, business and just overall work in general. So right now I'm very focused now that you mentioned web three, I'm very interested in the DeFi, uh, aspect of things, uh, because it's just such a revolutionary concept that I'm just starting to grasp and starting to get into, uh, right now I have a program that I just uh, re-released a newer version uh, called the Desperate Actor 2.8 Supercharged Edition program. That's mainly helping actors get from where they are to where they want to be, whether they want to break into movies or TV shows or commercials or overall into the entertainment or Hollywood industry. I'm very, very passionate about that. My Oye Dimelo Network, that's my Latinx production company that we create and develop shows for other Latinos. Hispanic people from all over the world. Uh, I'm extremely passionate about that. But I would say that on top of all those things <laughs> that are business related and financial related and all that stuff, because I'm very driven in that way, I would say more than ever, I'm highly psyched about really fully working on myself. Mm. So I have had issues like crazy in the department of my romantic life. Uh, Like I said before, women have really helped me keep positive and everything. But for some reason, every time something is going extremely well, I self-sabotage a lot. And a lot had to do with my mentality. A lot had to do with me being scared of commitment. A lot had to do with many things. Also growing up in a household that I didn't grow up with the mom in love, uh, the the loving mom and dad. That that actually stems also as part of like self sabotage and everything like that. So I I'm challenging myself in particular this year to just fully not commit necessarily to our relationship, especially if I don't know the person for more than a year, uh, and and just fully embrace what it's like to be single. And really working on myself. And that's a combination of exercise and therapy and also meditation and really talking truthfully and honestly about all my feelings. Um, 
with people that are open to talk about those things. Of course, you can't just open your book to everybody. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, just overall, in general, just reaching that next level of self-awareness and identity and really knowing what I truly at the core want from a romantic aspect uh, and just full, fully embracing the self-love. That that's the part that I feel has been lacking in my life. I've been giving my love to other people, but I haven't fully been loving myself to the degree Oof. that I've been able to love others. Wow. It's such a good, big, big mission to undertake. And I think that's, you can't stress it enough. Like it, until you have your own sort of positive mindset and your, your, your stuff is taken care of, it's really hard to bring it into someone else's life. And so I, I'm really just floored by the fact that a, the vulnerability and saying, all right, I've got to, I got to focus on me right now. Um, it's, it's interesting. Cause I, you know, I look at, I look at my, my own spot and I, we're in a very similar sort of moment. And for me, I'm like, all right, that'll be there later. Right now it's about just me, just focus on me, just grow. I don't know if that resonates, but that's kind of where, what I'm hearing. No, I'm, I'm the same way because it's, it's really like in LA, when I was in LA, it's really easy to kind of forget about those things because it's so much go, 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 work, 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 work type of environment. And the energy is like that. Now that I'm based in Puerto Rico, but I, I'm, I st I'm still in the general nobody I travel, but when I'm here for the most part, you see that life is way more slower and your friends have family and kids and like all these different things. And there's parts of me that want, that desires that, that wants mm -hmm. to be in the position of like, I just want to have my family and create my nucleus and my bubble and everything. But there's that other part of me that knows that it's like, this is the time for you to just watch yourself grow, give yourself as much love as possible and not only explore other cultures, but explore also other dynamics of you getting to know yourself. And the more you get to know yourself, the more in the future you can have everything you ever desire. Mm -hmm. But at first, you need to see those examples. At first, you need to be around that energy. And the only way that I find that is through traveling. And that's why I didn't mention it, but it's one of my biggest passions, too, is traveling. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the things I'm hoping we'll 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 cross paths somewhere in South America at some point. But oh, it's yeah, gonna it's, happen. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So I I want to I want to still stay in this aspect of of self growth and self um, self development. But if we can shift it a little bit to some of the things that you teach for your clients, um, especially the actors that you're trying to break into Hollywood, some of these other the the, the other things that we you do with the Latino network. What are some of the practical tips that you share with your clients in terms to, for them to, to really reach for their dreams and, um, and live with more courage? I would say to be absolutely specific with what you want. We don't realize even, you know, we get thrown in this world and, and sometimes since there's no instructions, we don't even know what we're aiming at or what we're doing, but we literally live in such a magical beam of light that anything and everything that either has been created or hasn't been created is absolutely possible if you really focus yourself into it. It might take some time, but it can happen. And especially with mentorship, you can get 
there even faster because people can tell you about things that you can avoid and things like that. And personally, I tell people to be as clear as they can possibly be with their dreams, goals, desires, and everything, because the more specific they are, the, the more easier it is to navigate those waters and get specifically to that goal that you want. I remember there were times uh, when I was living in Los Angeles and I would make New Year's resolutions. And sometimes I wouldn't even really look back until a couple of years after. And the majority, if not all of the resolutions were completely accomplished. And it was because I was very specific in those writings. And sometimes that's what lacks in a lot of people that they're not very clear uh, with where they're aiming at. They have an idea of the broad, but they don't know the specifics. And once you get to the specifics, it's easier to essentially create or make that happen. Beautiful. Right, so as we're working towards wrapping up, this is one of my favorite questions I ask everyone on the show because uh, life is really all about decisions. We have many decisions that come up, whether to do something big, whether to watch Netflix. There's so many choices we have in life. And so when it comes to deciding between, I don't know, dream A or dream B or just a daily life, what do you find is a decision-making framework or a mental model that you found to be particularly helpful? Um, I would say I measure things in the sense of uh, the Six Ziglar quote, if you help enough people get what they want, by default, you get what you want. So ultimately, I have a lot of passion projects that I wish I could be doing. I have a lot of other artists, parts of me that wants to get developed fully. But some of them do have to take the back seat from time to time, just because I measure the things that I do, at least from now on, from, from the next couple of years to, is this going to help enough people get what they want? Is this going to help them get to the level that they're trying to achieve in life? Or is this just for me? And I, I primarily, I'm a selfless person. Uh, I am learning slightly now to be a little bit more selfish just because I need that love and I need that nurture. And one of my mentors, Lewis House, told me, Steve, if you don't give yourself everything first, how do you expect to help other people? And, and that's, that's a lesson that has been taking a while to really get drilled into my head. Uh, but I try to now at least give... 55 and that's 60% of the day to me and then the other 40 to other people because <laughs> I'm still <laughs> such a people's person and I, I just enjoy helping others as much as I can in every aspect that I can. Yeah, fantastic. So sometimes you do have to draw the line and say, this is where this is where it's my time. So awesome that you're drawing those boundaries and and really, really cool this to hear all the cool stuff you've got going on. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna close it out with one final question here. Um, if you could sum up your most impactful life lesson to 30 seconds, what would that be? It can also be a piece of advice you got from somebody else. Um <laughs> so when I was starting my acting career, when I was back in middle school, high school. I had this acting coach that every time, every single time, he would tell me the same phrase. And for the longest, I didn't understand it till now that I'm in my 30s, basically, in life. And that is have fun. Life goes by sometimes slow, sometimes quick. 
But the most important thing is that every time a moment or experience passes by, you're always going to be thinking about what you could have done better. At least that happens to me now a lot. Um, and the most important thing is to just live fully, have fun, enjoy every moment and experience because sometimes those moments don't come back. And uh, I'm sorry that I'm crying right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's moments that literally you never know when they're going to be gone. Uh, and it just reminds me of a family member just now that literally the last picture I have of him is me handing him a check because I was buying his son's car. And he just recently passed away from COVID. And uh, you never know when those moments are going to cease. You never know when that time might be gone, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a moment in life or in your career. So seize every moment, have fun, enjoy it as much as you can. And if you get another day, be happy and excited that you get to create your life yet again. Incredible. Yeah. And everyone, I think you can go back and listen to that three, four, five, six times. Just so powerful. Steve, thank you so much for being on the show, man. It's just really incredible to hear your story and your philosophy. Yeah. How do, how do people support you and stay in touch with you? Um, you know, you can go to on Instagram, I'm Steve Des TV, or you can go to desperateactor.com. Uh, if you're in that spell, D E Z P E R A T E actor.com. Uh, if you're interested in breaking into the Hollywood industry, and uh, if you just want to watch some entertaining content that you can hopefully learn a thing or two, you can check out Oya Dimala Network as well. And that's it. That's how you can support me. <laughs> Amazing. Steve, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And thank you for, for that vulnerable, powerful moment. Of course, man. <laughs> That's it for this episode of The Big Possible Show. This is Noah Scott signing out to let you know I appreciate you for being here. Of course, if you enjoyed the episode and want to share some feedback, visit Apple and drop a review. That review will help other people find the show, and it also gives me a signal that, hey, people are out there listening. And with that, may the rest of your day be filled with epic adventures. And I'll see you right here for the next episode.